Welcome to OCD Whisperer Podcast, where we talk about all things OCD. The show is for educational purposes and is not intended to replace professional mental health care. Here's your host, Christina Orlova. Welcome to OCD Whisperer Podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about the OCD anxiety cycle. So a lot of times folks forget what an OCD anxiety cycle is, and I think it's important that we review a couple of really critical components to this and really what maintains the OCD cycle going. So in OCD, one of the things we want to be aware of is that obsessions um, can be or an obsession can be an image, it can be a thought, it can be a feeling, it could be um, the sense of urge. So any of those things can be happening to you, meaning, for example, you might be sitting there and maybe as we commonly are familiar with, you get this intrusive thought like, what if I hurt somebody or what if I hurt myself? But you also might be having an intrusive feeling where out of nowhere, suddenly you feel like something is off or something feels wrong, doesn't feel right. Or um, maybe you feel like um, even like you're putting on a shirt and somehow you feel like you put it on wrong. Or maybe you're doing an exercise and you feel like one part of your body is somehow not quite aligned. So usually anything like that. Um, that's considered an obsession. And what that part does is that it triggers the fight and flight response, the amygdala part of the brain, the fear center, where you immediately get this uh, stress signal. So you get uh, that feeling of anxiety or guilt or shame or embarrassment. Um, And when you have that feeling, that usually tells you that something is off, something threatening is happening, something dangerous is happening. Now, when you get that feeling, of course, like any human, you're going to want to do something about it to fix it. So you might decide that you are going to repetitively maybe uh, fix your posture, or maybe you're going to put your shirt off and on many times until you feel like you got it right. Or maybe you're going to reassure yourself that you, in fact, will not hurt anybody or yourself. Or maybe you're going to start to Google things and you're going to try to find out, is this normal to have these kind of thoughts or is it just me? When you do that behavior in response to that trigger, usually you get some sort of relief. You feel a little bit better, like, okay, I think I fixed it. I think everything is okay. But what happens right after that is usually the obsession comes back. And that is kind of the heart of the OCD anxiety cycle. Now, here are a couple of places that I want to actually talk to you about. When we're having an obsession that triggers that amygdala part of the brain, that the fight and flight response In that process, we usually start to assign meaning to this experience. So when we're assigning meaning, that means we are looking at this as something significant, that there's literally something happening here that is worthy of our attention, that this intrusion, this obsession has some significance about who I am as a person. And the fact that I'm having this feeling, this response to it also must mean that there's something here that's actually real and happening. So meaning, assigning meaning kind of happens right in between that place. Now, what meaning we give this experience, how we interpret it will drive the next action. So in this anxiety cycle, what we want to step back at and kind of evaluate and understand for ourselves is how do I assign meaning and what meaning do I assign to my intrusive process? What meaning do I assign to my feelings? Here's the thing. All of us have feelings. If we think about it, 
we often say things like, oh, you know, today I feel kind of tired. So I think I'm going to cancel my plans or today, you know, I'm feeling really good and motivated. So I'm going to go ahead and, and go for this, this, um, and finish this project that I've been wanting to work on. Or today, you know, I'm kind of not, 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 not feeling right. So, um, I, I don't think I'm going to continue and, um, and, you know, meet my goals or commitments that I've set in place or, you know, something doesn't feel quite right for me. So I think maybe I'm not going to go to work or to school. So we do use our feelings as a barometer to evaluate and assess if we want to get close to something or away from something. In OCD, however, probably you've noticed if you have OCD, is that First of all, you don't have access to your full range of feelings. You're only accessing a small part of your feelings, a small range of your feelings, which are usually negative states, like I said, anxiety, guilt, shame, embarrassment. Um, and when you're accessing those feeling states, you're using those um, to guide your decision process. But as you probably recognize, once the anxiety cycle passes, and if you look at it, things again, you probably could see that maybe those feelings were not really accurate, that maybe what just happened was probably just kind of in my mind, and everything for now seems okay. But as we remember, we know in OCD, that state doesn't last long because it is a doubting disease. And sure enough, it's going to come back and you'll be uncertain again if, if in fact, maybe this time that obsession is actually going to come true. If maybe this time um, it is real and it is somehow uh, going to be impacting your life in this negative way. And so when we use feelings, and especially these feelings of anxiety and guilt and shame, to drive our decision to engage in a compulsive behavior, we're in fact reinforcing this whole cycle. So when you get that relief, what you're really actually doing is reinforcing to your brain that that obsession, that initial um, stimuli is in fact threatening and dangerous. So that reinforcement process is really important to also pay attention to. And that usually happens when, again, we've engaged in the behavior and we're now getting relief. So reinforcement, let's talk about that for a minute. Um, you know, oftentimes we don't think about our behavior as a reinforcement. I think, you know, when I talk to folks, they often say things like, well, I'm only doing this because I'm trying to feel better. But we're, we're having a disconnect between our thoughts and our actions. The thing is, without even OCD, people can have all sorts of thoughts, Right? We can have all sorts of thoughts, but what we do about them, that's really what's going to kind of show ourselves and other people around us, you know, what we mean. So our behavior really um, says so much more than the words and the thoughts that we have. So what behavior we choose to act on or not act on actually will dictate to our brain also what we consider as important or not important. So in the OCD anxiety cycle, I often say things like, you know, OCD goes after things you value most. So because those things are important to you, your OCD brain kind of latches on and you start to now doubt and be uncertain um, if in fact this fear thought is true, it's accurate, and if it's meaningful or says something significant about you. And so every time you respond to that fear thought, to that, to that um, obsession, you in fact reinforce to your brain that this is really significant, this is extremely important, and therefore the brain in this really interesting and backwards way is going to continue to produce a lot of obsessions in response to it 
because the brain is now learning and getting that reinforcement that, oh, this, th there is a threat because, and so there is a response. So I better keep giving that signal as quite kind of this interesting way to keep you safe because you, if you keep responding, then you're essentially quote unquote, keeping yourself safe for that behavior. So if you understand this cycle and, and grasp these concepts, which is that we assign meaning to this process and our behavioral response then reinforces um, the fact that this is actually meaningful and important and significant, and it then reinforces the fact that this potentially is a threat and dangerous, then we can understand where we need to focus our attention in order to break that cycle. And the only place that you can really break the cycle is the behavior. And that is the behavior of assigning meaning to this process. That is the behavior of responding to the stimuli um, with either avoidance or checking or reassurance seeking or Googling or anything like that, or mentally um, maybe reviewing events or counting or tracing or tapping. So anything like that, if you're doing that in response to this experience, you are in fact reinforcing the experience. And then of course, guess what's going to happen? You're going to assign more meaning to it. And then you can, it can lead you into this place of now thinking that, oh my gosh, well, see, I did my compulsion. I thought it was going to go away, but it didn't go away. So that now that must mean something. And now that must mean that maybe I do secretly want to do this thing, or maybe this, or maybe this thing actually is, is true and is real. So that's how you can get caught in this cycle. And it's like a rabbit hole and it spirals out really, really rapidly. So I want you to really pull back and, and take a moment to reflect for yourself. How do you experience this cycle? How do you experience this process when you have an obsession that that, that trigger that comes in or, or something triggering happens and then you start to get your obsessions and you have an immediate sense of anxiety and discomfort and guilt? And what happens right in that space? What kind of meaning are you assigning to this? How are you interpreting these events? And how is that interpretation and meaning driving and continuing to reinforce the behavior that you're engaging in. I hope that you found today useful and I'll see you in the next one. Thank you for listening to OCD Whisperer Podcast. To get additional support with OCD and have your personal questions answered, whether you are newly diagnosed, got through treatment and need help maintaining progress, or you can't afford treatment, visit Christina's on-demand Mastering OCD membership at MasteringOCD.com. <laughs>